1: Hi, I'm Joe Connolly of WCBS News Radio New York, and I think we're about to find out if it is accurate that significant new tax credits and rebates for making green energy improvements could lead to a lot of new work and contracts and projects for small and mid-sized businesses in anything related to green energy, from EVs to putting better insulation into houses. Reed Garten knows this business inside out, business and technology. He's the president and CEO of New York State Solar that designs and installs solar power systems and has six offices in the city and Long Island, and he's also a board member of the new york solar energy industries association so first of all Reed, before we get to the incentives for homeowners and business owners making improvements to their homes or buildings are these indeed a big potential opportunity for business owners to pick up projects absolutely
2: you know if there's a contractor who has the um, expertise to do electrical work, or roof installation work, or um, design—you know, on the engineering end, or environmental end, or any of the things that go into the process of taking a project through um, to being built uh, for solar. Yes, there's opportunity in large part because of the new bill just passed. Um, you know, we have some certainty in the industry now of the incentives at the the federal level are now uh, running through 2034. So that's letting business owners make the decision to invest in growing operations like ours and growing their uh, businesses around the renewable energy and um, efficiency industry, because we now know what the landscape is going to be like from an incentive point of view, which is one of the huge driving factors in our industry through 2034 which is a um, very, very positive change.
1: To get into what I'm just calling green energy work, can, so to speak, any qualified electrician get into this work? Or, you know, what's the trick to getting into a new niche in this industry?
2: Um, most can. You know, you, you have requirements, obviously, the master electrical requirements. And if you're a licensed master electrician, that covers those. That's probably the most challenging and the most time-consuming uh, qualification to obtain. Once you have your master electrical licenses, you need home improvement licenses, which are uh, typically much uh, easier to obtain. Uh, there's a much lower bar as far as education and experience to obtain those. And then you need to uh, register with the Department of Public Service, and you need to be certified by of the New York, um, authority for, uh, renewable energy. Those also kind of fall in line where, you know, if you can get the master electrical, you're going to be able to line up the others with a bit of homework and a few classes,
1: uh, you'll get there. So it cannot just be any electrician. You need, uh, you need a even a renewable energy certificate.
2: So for example, to do like residential solar, um, like we do a lot of, you need to have a home improvement license from the county you're operating in. And then within some of the towns and villages um, or cities, you need an additional home improvement license for that town, village, or city. You know, for example, in long beach in Nassau County, you need the Nassau County license and the city of long beach license in New York city. You just need the city license. So that's much more straightforward. Um, Reed,
1: I call this green energy improvements. I'm sure there must be a more specific, generally used term. What is is it called by you professionals in this end of things?
2: So, I mean, the part that I'm in we call the solar industry. Right. Um, You know, now there's other uh, subsets of renewables. You know, you have the, um, you mentioned in your opening, uh, energy efficiency. You know, that's a huge area of opportunity as well you know solar is not the only thing that we need to do to modernize the grid and clean it up and uh, help the environment you know, we also need to consume less and energy efficiency is a um, very very important uh, element of that happening there's uh, heat pumps you know converting people off of gas and onto high efficiency modern heat pumps there's geothermal um, you know, but then, of course, I'm in the solar end, and uh, the solar end's the best.
1: <laughs> right. What, what's your background? Are you an engineer or what?
2: No, I, I started out working in telecommunications. I owned a uh, telecom contractor that worked with, you know, the big cable companies like Comcast was my main client. Um, then I owned an internet service provider, and then I exited those businesses and got into uh, solar Wow,
1: Neil. Yeah, so Reed, we're
2: happy you can join us today and shed some light on some of these projects. Uh, I'm curious, what are most popular among homeowners? Uh, probably the most popular that we see right now is purchasing a solar system using a loan, so that they have zero dollars out of pocket to own the system. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, today, of course, everybody pays an electric. You know, they're paying a con ed bill here in the city or PSE&G bill on Long Island. And, you know, a typical residential solar system before the numerous um, incentives is going to cost typically 30 to 40 thousand dollars. Most people don't want to cut a check for 30 to 40 thousand dollars, wait to get some of the incentives back and then uh, recoup the rest from, you know, reducing uh, their electric bill over time. So what most of our customers do, and most in the industry, is they um, use one of the lenders that we're partnered with to finance the solar system so that they're reducing their utility bill by more than the solar loan cost, uh, in most cases, and uh, then the, they're applying the incentives as they receive them to that financing so that they don't have to come out of pocket. For any of the cost of going solar. Right. And I guess that's probably the biggest uh, hurdle here is convincing homeowners that solar is not going to break the bank for them. Yeah. Understanding and customer education are the most challenging parts. You know, that's why if you look across the board, not just at us, but you know, there's some publicly traded uh, competitors of ours like Sunrun. Um, for us and them and other business owners that I know that are in this space customer acquisition is typically the highest cost. That's the most challenging part of the business and um, it's the most expensive part because while solar has decades of track record now with the panels performing with the technology working, it hasn't been available at a uh, large scale to homeowners for that long in the scheme of things, you know, we've been buying electricity from the utility for over a hundred years. You've only really been able to own a solar system for ten to twenty. So your typical uh, homeowner doesn't have a lot of experience with solar, and they've never purchased a solar system, and they don't um, they don't understand all of the ins and outs of of going solar. So that's one of the most challenging parts of the business is walking people through what are the incentives? How much is it going to produce? Why, why are we very sure it's going to produce that? How are you going to save money by doing this? And how much are you going to save over time? You know, and there's a lot of moving parts with that to help them understand so that they can make the right decision uh, for their, uh, for their bank account at the end of the day. Right. I wonder, Reid, are um, small businesses, small and mid-sized businesses favored by New York State for these projects? I wouldn't say so, no. Um, I, you know, at the federal level, uh, there are some, uh, there's two tax credits. There's the Section 25 tax credit, which is for residential, and the Section 48, which is for businesses. The Section 48 tax credit at the federal level does favor businesses slightly. Um, You know, when they passed the Inflation Reduction Act a few months ago, they included several additional incentives for businesses that uh, homeowners did not uh, receive. But at the state level, um, it's pretty balanced, if not favoring homeowners. You know, here in New York state, a homeowner purchasing a solar system can receive a state tax credit equal to 25 percent of the cost of their solar system. Capped at $5,000, whereas businesses don't receive a uh, state tax credit for purchasing a solar system.
1: Reed, is there any place homeowners or business owners can get an understandable, fairly concise rundown of all of these incentives that you've started referencing?
2: Typically, the solar company that you're working with. Right. You know, you're talking about. Uh, Incentives from the federal government, which the IRS doesn't do a great job of explaining uh, much of anything. You're talking about incentives from the New York State Department of Taxation and Finance. Then you're talking about incentives from NYSERDA. Then you're talking about some utility incentives. And then in New York City, you're talking about a property tax abatement. So when you have all of these parts coming from different levels and uh, areas of government... Uh, there's no like single resource that I've seen that lays it all out well besides uh, typically a solar company like us.
1: Yeah, and solar power is uh, definitely one of these industries that it should be said, do not try this at home. Do not even try understanding the incentives at home. It must be, you must have to find very patient salespeople to go out and explain some of these things, read not just once, but two and three times exactly. maybe. How, how do you find people to do that?
2: A lot of work. We have a five person in-house recruiting team and uh, it's a lot of work to find salespeople that um, can understand the incentives and the finances and the product well enough to effectively relay it to our customers. And answer all of their questions so that they can make an informed decision it's not a short process either you know we're not sending a guy in to sit down at the kitchen table and sign a contract a half an hour later our typical customers meeting with our salesperson two to three times we're going out we're inspecting their roof we're measuring their roof to verify how everything's going to fit we're making sure that the roof we're putting it on is going to last you know for roughly the life of the solar system so they don't get halfway through and have to pull it off and put it back on um because that would be an additional expense and you know it's better to just replace the roof at the beginning uh and roll it into the project if uh if it's going to need to be done um so there's a lot of moving parts there and it's you know it's something you want to do not slowly but methodically and make sure you've addressed everything with the customer so that they understand what they're getting and why, and how it's going to be of a benefit to them.
1: I've heard that some companies are hiring people who are leaving teaching as salespeople. And boy, it strikes me like your product might be one that it would take a teacher to explain.
2: I, I think teachers could be very successful working for us and explaining everything. I, I think they, uh, they definitely have the skills to understand it and uh and relay it to others so uh i know our recruiting team loves interviewing teachers and anyone coming out of that field yeah i bet neil yeah so reed um tell us about uh new york state solar energy uh, industry association it, are you representing businesses are you uh doing
0: mainly education
2: no it's a, the it's a trade association so it represents its member companies which are include mine and are Uh, across the spectrum of uh, not just the companies installing it, but you know, we have manufacturers that are members. Uh, We have law firms and accounting firms that provide services to both our customers and us that are members. We have um, subcontractors like roofers who need, who are looking to do work uh, on solar projects that are members, you know, of course the solar companies ourselves, financiers that um, finance solar projects and are involved in uh, with leases, the tax equity sales. You know, there's uh, a lot of businesses that revolve around the industry, not just the companies like us putting the panels up on the roof. And, uh, you know, we have a pretty diverse membership across uh, both the solar companies themselves and the other companies that um, are involved in the ecosystem. And I'll be like
1: a customer and just ask my last question. What was that incentive that you said lasted all the way till 2034 or something? What was that one again?
2: The uh, federal investment tax credit. So and that what? is typically the largest incentive that a customer receives. And it's equal to 30% of the cost of the solar system. Um, so that takes a nice chunk out of uh, out of going solar.
1: And you get that thirty percent back in tax credits or tax deductions or just? It's or? a credit.
2: It's a tax credit. All, so
1: all those years.
2: Yep. Uh, so it's you receive the credit in the year in which your solar system is placed into operation. So you know if you purchased a solar system that resulted in a ten thousand dollar credit uh, with the uh, IRS, you would claim that credit in the year in which the system is placed into operation. If you had uh, $10,000 in tax liability, you know, so uh, with your total tax worked out to 10,000 and uh, you paid in that 10,000 throughout the year so you didn't owe, you would actually be able to receive that money back from the IRS. Um, if you owed, then you know, it could be applied towards what's owed. Um, you know, your CPA works that out with you. If you don't have enough tax liability to claim the credit in one year, then it can carry forward into future years. And you can receive part this year, part next year, part the year after, until you've received the full credit.
1: Thank you, Reed, for starting our understanding of this. As you say, this is not a 20 or 30 minute uh, quick meeting, but you've got us on the road to understanding this, and thank you.
2: Happy to help.